Sam, you will probably want to steal this idea. Actually, you probably would have done this yourself. You're kind of a prankster with kids, too. Yeah. Just for the cheap laugh, it's fun. My dad was always known for that, so I, that's probably where I get some of it from. And, you know, since our daughter Phoebe had her 12th birthday over the weekend. Yeah, we had some family over and hanging out with some cousins and all this. And she wanted to do a quick little, she loves the white elephant thing at Christmas. She loves that. So I said, look, we'll do that. Well, I'll buy a few little gifts and I'll wrap them. You won't even know what they are. So you can take part. And so could Taylor, you know. Um, And so I wrapped like five or six gifts and I set them in the middle of the thing. And they got to, when, when, when everybody got around the table, Murphy's like, I'm gonna write the numbers on the little pieces of paper so they can draw numbers to see who's going to go first, right? For right. white elephant. But when I uh, when I actually wrote the numbers out, they were all the number one. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how that went. You get one. Yeah, don't open your numbers oh, until. Get one. There's three. Right, everybody, get a number. Wait, what? Okay. They're all one. I was so So, of course, I went back and put the real numbers right. in there afterwards. I, I was, you completely got me with that, too. Because I was sitting right next to Taylor, and she had one, and she was the first one to scream. Mm-hmm. Yep. She wanted to go first. And anyway, you totally got me with that. And you have to know, if you're that person in the family... Kids will forever love and remember that and hopefully carry it on. I know you do it because your dad did it, that yeah. kind of thing. It's just fun. You know, you want to do yeah. something that catches everybody off guard. It just makes the party fun. I don't think to do that kind of thing because I'm so busy with the details of the party, make sure the ice cream is sitting out. with the. You know, I can't be that person at a party because I'm too busy with the details. Well, that's why you leave it to the practical no joker. Kidding, man. Right. It went over well. Very cute, Daddy. We want to make life easy for you. Listen on your schedule. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you can, anything you missed, catch up on it and do it on your own time. Took the girls to the eye doctor the other day. Our eye doctor that we've gone to forever. We love him. He's so calm. And you know how the eye doctor is for me. Mm-hmm. To bring anybody up to speed, it's hard for Can't me to get touch eye your eyes. Jody, yeah, Jody's always been a little eye weird. She just kind of has a, I don't know if it's a phobia or what you the call it. protection. Right. Like I could go to almost any other doctor before I'd rather, I'd rather go to any other doctor visit. Than the eye doctor. And that doesn't mean I don't like him a lot. I do like the whole staff. They're really wonderful. They know I'm a special case. Blah, blah, blah. This was not my appointment. <laughs> no, she, she said a special case. This, not a head case, a special case. I mean, I'm crying before they even puff a bear me. But anyway, so um, I take Taylor and Phoebe. I made joint appointments. I love to make it work like that. We go, and Taylor goes first. We're, oh, by the way, she passed with flying colors. She doesn't need glasses, so we need to take her to get her permit. That's right. That was permit. the whole purpose of taking Taylor now, I mean, for a regular eye exam, but making sure that she would pass her mm-hmm. eye exam at the DMV. Yeah, so it's time for that. Nothing in our way now. Uh, no <laughs> more excuses? Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was such a good idea to do it all together. So we were all in the same little room, and they did their exams together. When the doctor came in, to do their exams and all that kind of stuff. He started telling them stuff. Well, first of all, they love to pick on me about my eye weirdness. And he joined in. Oh, you should see That's your fun. mom when she's in here. It's horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you guys are doing so much better than your mom and all this. And then Taylor likes to start messing with me and crossing her eyes and looking at me. And I'm like, ah, don't do that. And I said, you know, let her know that that's not good. And he looked at the kids and he said, by the way, crossing your eyes, it can't hurt your eyes. Ah. Cross them as much as you want. Ah. He really? also said, sit as close to the TV as you want. We were told growing up that you can't do that. He's yeah. like, you can do that. That's no problem. I'm like, 
okay, thanks. I got to get out of here. Um, he did say, he did at the end of the appointment explain that the reason that I'm so eye weird and sensitive is because I'm fair skinned and my eyes are blue and I have more sensitivity. So it is not genetic. just light, really? but just everything about my eyes. Wow. So one little nugget he threw me there. It's the not end. the equipment your ophthalmologist in the country used to use, huh? There you go. So thank you, Dr. Pierce, for taking care of my girls and, and, and justifying Jody's eye weirdness mm-hmm. thingy. Hey, you know, I'm getting a new foster dog. We're getting him tonight. A friend of mine who work, his, works at the shelter is going to bring him to us. because we. Sam, got, you notice Jody says, I'm getting a new yeah. foster dog. It's not the we. Oh, it's I'm sorry, I. babe. I, you know what? I'm sorry. It's my addiction and passion. It is. You know that? I'm just teasing it's, you. It, it's... I don't know why it makes me so happy to do it, but it is I, really it's a passion of mine. But before you got this foster dog, something had to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, his name is Boots, uh-huh. and um, he needed to have uh, what do you call it? He needed to get neutered, right? And so they. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, the inability to repopulate, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so they neutered him already mm. today. Lucky Boots. And so I checked with my friend there. I'm like, how is he doing? And, and she sent back that he didn't... Other than the fact his friends are making fun of him, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boots, want to go to the club with us? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is necessary for uh, overpopulation. You know I know. It absolutely is. Okay, know. I'm sorry, guys. You can't handle talking about it. But anyway... pass up the cartoon moment. Yeah. She said he did well during surgery. I said, great. I said, this is a dumb question, but will he be sore at all? groggy or just fine and dandy because they i can get him tonight yeah and she's well, look, actually you know meeting me to bring him uh you know i had to use a bag of frozen peas to help with that i don't yeah. guess they do that with Very dogs different right thing right yeah you try strapping that to a dog oh yeah that's true what i had done was because i was wondering if it, is he sore should i not pick him up which i don't think i'm gonna pick him up anyway there's you no know. reason to pick I know, him up I know. <laughs> left the dog be <laughs> it's been a rough day lady give me a break <laughs> But he has to meet all of our dogs tonight and be introduced and all that. Oh, man. It's not bad. That's what you say. You don't know what he's thinking. He is. In I just the- had this done. Yeah, I'm not- out of surgery now, and I got to go meet some strange dogs. And explain all of this. No, he yeah. gets to come into a home environment. He's at the shelter right now. He's in his kennel area for almost 20 something hours a day, right? Or something yeah, like that. I know, but guys, is- can we put this off for a day? No. <laughs> anyway, her answer I'm saying, is he sore? Is he groggy? Her answer is. It depends on him, to be honest. Some are fine. Some are a little sore. So, Murphy, we cannot pick him up. I wouldn't we cannot dream mess of picking with him up. any area. Like, I, would, I wouldn't mess with that area anyway. It, this should be common but sense. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I thought it was fast for us to get him this soon after the operation. But I'm excited to have him. We just need to be careful because he could be and he won't be able to tell us that. <laughs> it's called biting. <laughs> So I read to the sixth graders the other day. You remember, this is Phoebe's class, and I was nervous to read to them mm-hmm. because they're sixth graders. It's not like when you go and they're in first grade and they're so excited to see someone else and they're full of hope. They're sixth graders. They're so you're in junior they're, high. They're more discerning. There's a little more edge to some of them and some of them not. Yeah, but, you know, somebody's coming in to read for you. That means it's a, an hour or so. You don't have to study or do homework. I guess so. I would think, yeah, I would think it would be like a low pressure situation. And you show up, and the librarian gives you the book. You don't get a heads up of what you're reading, which is fine. And you know, reading aloud to kids—if you make a little mess up, you feel bad about it. But once I was underway, I was fine. I'm always a little nervous to read to a group of kids. I don't know why. Hmm. I guess I want to be 
I want them to like it. Yeah. I want them to so, be into the book. When you read, do you, are you kind of animated? You're not just reading. You're kind of yes. Like and there was French in this book. Did you make, <laughs> yeah. And the and my friend who was volunteering in the library says there are notes about the French parts in the front of the book. I'm like, uh, no. Uh, we, we we will not be doing I won't be trying to read the French words so I, the ones I knew I threw in there you your know? characters we, have different voices a little bit yes mm-hmm. it wasn't like they were, I didn't treat them like first graders though the problem is it was a really good book it's called Six Dots okay. a story of young Lewis Braille oh okay. it's about the boy who lost his eyesight when he was little and then he he was really thirsty for learning and reading, and there was nothing for him. Isn't and it Louis Braille? I, well, you know what? I asked the librarian. What she, she says say? Either way. Okay, good. She says she's heard it, Louis. Okay. Louis. So, Louis. Louis Braille. See, you could have come along and mm. been uh-huh. that comedic timing I needed. But it was fascinating. I didn't. Re- I, I knew that it was a little boy that we came up with it. I knew a little bit about the story. I didn't know the full story. It was fabulous. But you know what I had? What? Was the kids... It was Friday, and it was in the afternoon, right no. after lunch. What do you think happens? No one's paying attention. Oh, my gosh. It was a tough crowd because of that reason. Really? Because of that. They were distracted? Re- well, they were just like, like mouth you know, open, like, ah. Uh, as soon as she finishes, we get out of here. So why did you think you messed up? Oh, I messed up because I went to read, and then afterward, when the kids were gone, and I hugged Phoebe. Phoebe hugged me a hundred times when I was there. It was yeah. so sweet, reaffirming I need to be there more if I can be. They go, and I ended up visiting with my friends in the library and completely forgetting to order her track uniform, Phoebe's track uniform. Deadline was closed of business Friday. No uniform, mom of the oh. year. Yeah, big mistake. Because I was trying to do one thing, I missed up the more important thing. But the reading was a success. I guess. Hmm. Except the French was kind of Sounds off. like you screwed up. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Uh, speaking of French, can I let you know why my uh, 11-year-old Parker is no longer at French school? Okay. So, Sam, why is your son Parker no longer in French school? Because uh, he's evil. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just What's going on? No, we, we knew he changed schools. His mom but... and I, uh, we changed schools for him. Things just weren't going right behavior-wise and all that stuff. So, so you found a better... Yeah, he's going to a, a friend, and I never thought of this before, but a friend calls it an away school. It is. It's He's yeah. going to school away from home. Yeah, far away. Well, I mean, you know what? Sometimes you need a little bit different environment. Everybody learns differently. Yeah. Right? And for yeah. the uh, for the first month that he's in the school, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to phone. Oh my God! Speak, you know, because they're trying right. to get everything in order and get him down to the system. He I'm can not. write if he wants, but does that include no texting, no social media? It's like oh, when you say no phone, it's like no, there's no none of that. Period. I mean, he's over the river and through the woods. Yeah, that's right. Grandma okay. doesn't even have a phone. Uh, no, but they have a phone, a house phone, because he's like in a dorm situation. Right. Um, How old is he? What grade is this? He's 11, sixth grade. Okay. Um, Ooh. And oh. his month is now up, so he can talk, but still there's no social, there's no, nobody has smartphones, okay. any of that Great. stuff. Right. This could be life-changing for him. Uh, and I got to talk to him for the first time well, uh, last Thursday, and mm-hmm. it's like, all he, all he wants to run down is a list of things he needs. Yeah. I need more socks. I need more snacks. I need more of this, you know, because there's yeah. different things each of the kids can have. Uh, in their room. In their rooms, yeah, because it's like a dorm room. So does that bother you that he's not talking to you? Instead, he's giving you a list of things he wants? No, because Parker never was much of a phone talk. What's, what's, this is what's really odd. Is it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to probably wind up talking to him more this way than I did in the past. Oh, because, that's good, right? You know, yeah, because I talked to Maddie 
every night, pretty much. Sweet. But Parker never wanted to talk. And so it's right. like, I'm not going to say, put That's him on the personal. phone. That's not Some people don't like to talk on the phone. Right. And then when I did, would talk with him, it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right. uh-huh. And it's like, you're not paying attention. You know what else? Him giving you that list and that rundown of things he needs, he knows he can depend on you to get it to him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he wouldn't waste his time yeah you know yeah so what, what are you packing up for him uh he wanted and this is another reason i'm so glad i got amazon prime <laughs> he needed some snacks you know like chips and so i got like a 40 pack of those and then like a 20 pack of candy bars that he wanted too so are you shipping those straight to him oh yeah man it is yeah. awesome he's already got them by now you can send him a special little note from dad with that too <laughs> yeah right. just tell him hey my associate will be showing up with your chips soon <laughs> I do have fun with the in-car conversations with the girls. Don't you agree, Jody? That's really... Oh, some of the best. I don't know why that winds up being fun. Maybe it's just because you're captive and you're together. Yeah. And... It's better when it's just one of them, though. When they're in the ba- they're both in the back seat. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, don't look at me that way. What did you, what did you mean by that? It's too personal of a relationship. I don't get that, you know? It, it's like a marriage. It's I'm, too personal of a relationship. You take everything too personal. Parker and Maddie get together in the back seat like that, too. It's the yeah. same. It's like... What? <laughs> that's a part of it, though, right? They'll be, that's what siblings do. They'll be better they for up. it. They'll yeah. be better well, for it, it later. It, it was just our oldest, Taylor and I, you know, the other day. Actually, this is it's about when I was going to take her out driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's in the passenger seat. You know, and I always like to have music on. And my music taste is all over the place. I want the girls to learn a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this one song that pops on, and I just kind of like I turn it off. And it was this song. Bye, bye, uh, and let me say, before any haters start hating... I, I, it's a great song. It is a classic. I respect Don McLean. Storytelling song. Love the song. It, it is iconic. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But I've heard it so many times. Yeah. At that particular moment, I just kind of like punched away. And it yeah. goes on and, forever and yeah, ever. You're over it at that right. moment. Well, I'm That's not, perfectly I'm not bringing fine. it up for everybody to rail on it, but I did want to just say that you know when I did that, she said, "That's why I couldn't ask, answer the question." And I said, what are you talking about? She said, our driver's ed teacher a couple of weeks ago said, I'm going to give a hundred bucks to anybody that knows this song. <laughs> oh, and he oh. plays it in the classroom and nobody got it. I mean, like literally. Why no is one, he no doing one, that? No, no one. And he was, I guess he was just joking. I don't know why he did that. You know, but if any it, student was going to get that, our daughter would have gotten it. We have introduced them to so much old music. But because that's a song that I guess I've heard so many times and I haven't played that you often. cost her a hundred bucks. She doesn't know it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Wow. I'm like, okay, now I've got to remember T the classics no matter what even if I've heard right. it a million times she's not going to take this class again anyway so and and she said she says but wait daddy Dolly Parton did a medley that included that at the concert when, when you took me and Phoebe I'm like yep you're right and she said and you sang along with it I was like yep I did I know I did it <laughs> I didn't say I don't like this song I'm just saying I've heard it so many times over the years right. you know it's not even a song it's like a poem you know it's like a, a grief it's a story. It's a story. Mm-hmm. It's a story that everybody lived, and that's that's the reason it lives on. But I just think it's so funny that she trusts that we're going to teach her all this old, you know, older mm-hmm. music stuff, you know, and then I let her down. She, <laughs> didn't, <laughs> she didn't ask you for the hundred bucks. No, say, right. Do you owe her that money now? Probably. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you the most. In fact, you can call anytime or text. That number is 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, you can also reach out in uh, online on our Facebook page. 
It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Sam asked on our Facebook page, what are some good things that he could send his son Parker, who's now living away at school? Yeah. Right. We got a lot of great suggestions of treats and other little knickknacks. Wait, didn't he, is the only one thing he's asking for snacks? <coughs> this Correct? last time he did. What? He's, he's asked for Lego sets. Okay. Uh, what yeah. snacks have you sent him already? Um, Amazon sells these deals where you can get like 40 bags of chips, different kind of Lay's chips in a package and like 40? 20 or 30 kinds tell of candy Murphy bars. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never run awesome. out of chips. Yeah. Okay. I'd be waiting for that truck to show up at the house. <laughs> okay. So you sent him that already. Yeah. I've sent him that. And I sent him that like a month ago too. Cause nice. I knew he was out. Okay. Well, here are some, some suggestions from Laura. Okay. She says card games that he can play with his new friends. Nice. Ah, uh, yes. Poker so he can win money. <laughs> <laughs> his favorite candy and small individual wrappings. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. You can write him letters and give him supplies to write letters back. Oh yeah, I, uh, when when we first brought him there, I gave him this whole thing of stationery and like yeah. two two books of stamps. And does he write you letters? He writes his mom. He doesn't write you letters. No. Yet. Okay. He it's will. Okay. Have you <laughs> asked him to write you a letter? Yeah, I said, hey, write me. Tell me what you need. Okay. <clears throat> That's okay. And what I what I did that was really cool is um, at some point I sent him pictures, but I went around and took new pictures of all the you know his brothers and sister mm-hmm. and then all and gus and ellie the dog and the two cats yeah so there's like eight or ten pictures each one of somebody else and got his family to there with him then never heard anything about it well, <laughs> well maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree well that's true most people who are close to you in your life never hear about stuff unless they i never did know. ask him if he got those okay oh, well <laughs> And Kay says, this makes my heart hurt. I have a hard enough time with my 20-year-old son who's mm-hmm. off away at college. But, Sam, you should try Rice Krispie Treats or anything else homemade mm. and from the heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, some sort of snack you could probably make. order Rice Krispie Treats and have those mailed, right? Yeah. Individually wrapped. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally could. Mm-hmm. All right, we'd love to hear what you're going to come up with because, you know, I know you're going to keep sending him stuff. Even yep. if he doesn't send you anything yet, I think he eventually will. Okay. Coming up next. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Actually, we have some help for you also in the voicemail, Sam. Oh, okay. This is all going to work out great. <laughs> So one of Sam's youngest is uh, gone away to school, miles away, hours away, right? That's where you got that yeah. ticket trying to get to him really fast. <laughs> I remember that now. That's why you got this the ticket. This is costing me more than heartbreak. <laughs> it is, look, hard for me to imagine no. um, this. I mean, I can tell you I was in a rush to see him, but it was actually on the way back, so. Oh, yeah. Okay, not as good of a story, I was driving so fast so I could get to him quicker. (laughs) Okay, so look, the love is pouring in for you. Um, 877-310-4MSJ is the number to reach us. And some of of these messages came in while we weren't here, Sam. Yeah, Lynn left you a a voicemail. Um, This message is for Sam. I just wanted to um, let him know in support of him and his family. I just heard about his son Parker being at the school where you don't call for a month. Um, maybe a few behavioral issues. Uh, my family and I had to do that with my daughter. Um, it is a very tough time, um, but it works. Stay diligent, follow the program. Um, they know they have a proven success rate for a reason. So stay mm-hmm. strong, Lynn. First time caller. Have a good day. Thank you, Thanks, Lynn. Lynn. We appreciate that. See, Sam? That's sweet. That's really good. That's good support for somebody mm-hmm. who's been through the same thing. Yeah. I, I, it's, I can't imagine going through it. How, 
how often do you get to see him is the question now. Um, I'll get to see him again in the middle of this month. Uh, and you'll go there? He can't come to you? or What do you mean? You'll go to the school and visit him or you'll go pick him up I and know, he I'll goes to your house? pick him up and bring him here. His nice. mom will probably pick him up and then have him for a few days and I'll have him for a few days and bring him back. Okay. I wonder if Lynn ever got a ticket on the way to see her daughter. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Don't not rub a, it. Not a five hundred dollar ticket. <laughs> Don't rub it in, Murph. Right. Are you all good with feeling like this is the best thing for him? You're at peace yeah, with the decision. Say, uh, yeah, at first it's like no, because you don't want him to go, and you want to try everything. Yeah. But then once you, I mean, not being able to talk to him for a whole first month, and then seeing how he is after that month, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it seems to be working. That's good. You know, remember one of our former bosses said the best thing that ever happened to him was going to boarding school. Yeah. And he wanted to be you know, very successful. He's retired now, owns his own farm. So you see, I mean, there's... Wow. I'm just saying other ways of looking at it. Parker might own his own farm one day. <laughs> there you go. We got it together, didn't we? Why do we lose weight when we fall in love or we get into a new relationship? Why do you think that is? Stress. Stress. Stress of a new relationship, getting to know somebody. You know what, That's Sam? Funny what Sam? That you would say that. I think Sam's on to something there. You're probably a little bit nervous at the beginning. The yeah. truth is, Jody, you and I've been together for 18 years now. So continue to gain weight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I, see, I look at that as a blissful, happy time, not a stressful time. Oh. Wow. You find it stressful? Welcome to my world. I'm sorry, Sam. It's okay. I guess nothing I have to worry about right that's now. That's not the right answer, though. <laughs> Stress is not the reason that you lose weight when you fall in love. And my thought was that you just don't, you're so, I don't know. I always thought it had something to do with food consumption. Seriously. You don't eat as much. I don't know. Maybe you're not as hungry because you're so filled up with, oh, this person with love. is so yeah. perfect. Yeah, right? All the, you know, when you have all the blinders on and the person can't do any wrong. We've all been there. Um, <laughs> not that you're not great. You're perfect. But anyway, the deal is the it's a boost in happiness. There's a connection between serotonin and fat loss. So when you're happy, your body gives you more serotonin. Levels go up, right? Mm. So when that's going on, it signals your brain to burn fat, to burn fat. Isn't that crazy? So you're so happy you're burning fat? Yeah. Your serotonin levels going up makes your body burn more fat. So you're burning more fat just because you're so happy and in love. Isn't that crazy? So that means when you're not over the moon in love, you start putting that weight back on again? I Even though you're know. still in love? I don't know. Wouldn't this carry over to other it's things? It's not new. It's about things being new and making you happy. Other parts of your life, like if you had a new baby, you'd be happy and right. probably. burning fat. If but your they, team won the Super Bowl and probably. didn't choke, you'd it's, be happy. Yes, good point. Serotonin levels can... Ra- I get uh, serotonin levels every time we get a new foster dog or definitely when we had you know when all the kids have friends over i get happy for that kind of stuff so yes but this this particular whatever study was right. just when you meet somebody new in your new relationship yeah okay well, i'm gonna have to get back on the scale and see you know how that's working how in for love me right you now. are yeah. <laughs> good news jody's good thing this is too cute to pass up i have to share it there's a little girl her name is ellie she's recently turned 10 and she was planning this big alice in wonderland themed party that's a fun party what anyway when she realized that her grandmother couldn't be there because her grandmother recently had surgery and it was like spinal surgery so so serious and she's recovering in a nursing home she was like oh wait i don't want to have my birthday without my grandmother do you see where this is going the nursing home she went to yeah. the 
Yeah. yeah. She moved her party to the nursing home. They let her have a separate little, you know, room or whatever. Sweet. She knocked on her grandma's door. <laughs> Grandma didn't know the party was coming to her. <laughs> and um, and she, she was excited to see her granddaughter and they walked her down and they went. And so she was able to be there for her granddaughter's birthday party and all the kids were there too. Um, how sweet is that? The reason I guess that strikes me is that there's something so special about that grandparent grandchild relationship when there is a good one yeah. when there's a good connected relationship um i have so many i had a great a wonderful grandmother she was probably one of the best ladies that ever walked the planet you, you know yeah. and she died about 12 years ago and i have regrets about not knowing how special it was while she was here i knew she was special but I, now that she's gone is when I realize I mean, all, the, all that she gave me when I was a kid. I think that's a very common thing because you, you can't. At that point in your life, of course you don't really know those things. You know she what I mean? She gave kid. so much mm-hmm. to me. If there's any good in me, I feel, like she, I feel like she's the one that put it in there. Yeah, well, you know my grandmother was like a really, really important person in my life. Yeah, so what a great relationship to celebrate you it's know? cool that they did that but i guess it, you right. kind of have to manage noise and other things right if you're actually going okay. to the home i'm yeah. just saying okay, Sam, are you- uh, i'm just <laughs> no, uh, i just gotta bite my lip yeah, there other cons- i mean it's probably exactly very, it's probably very exciting for that kind of energy to be there i think that would be awesome but young I'm saying- people bring out that energy in older people right. yeah but what murphy's saying is you know if everybody's kind of tired and they want to take naps and you got a party at the end of the hall that's life. I guess you got to do it during bingo hour. It went over well. So all that you're joking about and worry, don't worry about it. Gotcha. It went over well. Her name is Ellie. Her grandmother's name is Rita. She got to celebrate her tenth, tenth year, her tenth birthday party with grandma. That's a sweet story, and that's Jody's good thing. We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. Good morning, Avery. Hi. Hi. Can I say first that I love your name? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Avery, it's a good name. So what's up, baby? Um, well, I listen to y'all show all the time, like on the way to school, mm-hmm. and y'all make me laugh so much, and I wanted to make y'all laugh. Oh, okay. okay. Thank so I have you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Who keeps the ocean clean? Who keeps the ocean clean? I don't know. Mermaids. Ah, mermaids. Got it. Of course. Oh, that's cute. That's that. a good name for a company. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Oh, man. You know what? Do this anytime. Yeah. Okay? Sam is sort of a stickler about jokes, but that <laughs> was... That's a good one. I'm going to steal that one. It is. So what are you doing this morning besides cracking us up? Uh, we're just... We're on our way to school right now. Excellent. What grade are you in? I'm in seventh grade. Oh, man, right smack dab in the middle of middle school. Yeah. Do you find it as challenging as everyone says it is? Um, somewhat. Yep. It'll go fast. Anything that's troubling you that you have trouble with in middle school, the good news is you'll blink and you'll be out of it. Yeah. Well, look, thank you for calling. Hit us up with another joke anytime, okay? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, thank you. Avery. <laughs> thank you. You guys, it makes me realize that we do hear from a lot of kids, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Me too. I totally, like, call us on your way to school. Anything. Tell us a joke. Yeah, especially that. Yeah, huh, Sam? Sam has constantly wanted to add those to his repertoire. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to steal it, is what that means. <laughs> hey, mermaid joke. That's funny. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ to call or text anytime. 
And apparently our Facebook Live caused some sort of an issue uh, in Sam's relationships, which, you know, we have a theme, a theme song for now, Sam. Relationships? Yeah. Is that what you call them, Sam? <laughs> married, uh, you know, three times previously. Four, five times. Four, five times. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so classy, Sam. Only three times. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say, I know we pick on you a lot about it, but it's kind of like people who get married and believe in love good for you for believing in love so many times right? yeah this was like a, a message after we did uh, the facebook live you know saying about it, emily yeah uh, a couple of jokes came up in there about me and my relationships and it, we do it all the time here we, well, do. we do it's really it really is tongue-in-cheek i, I mean, know. I know it's just a it's the kind of thing that we've had to laugh about over the years right yeah we it's, have well, i'm just saying <laughs> it's not it doesn't make fun of anybody it's and just this person who's a friend of mine facebook messaged me to my mm-hmm. account and said it bothered her because I was being made fun of and the butt of the jokes and, you know, until you've been in my shoes, my shoes. Right, Sam's You know, shoes. you don't know what it's like. And right. It's, and it's like, I got it. Thanks for reaching out and being concerned. But it's, if I didn't like it, you know, I would, we would shut know. it down. Oh, someone that doesn't like the fact that we kind of joke about yeah. it and pick on you a little like, bit. You know, you went into those relationships thinking they were going to last forever and it was true love. And so, you know, it was legit. Don't make fun of it. I mean, like I said, that's we, somebody who's looking out for you. That's kind of cool. There are issues we've discussed here before we discuss and share them with everybody. And it's like, no, I'm not talking about that. Certain right. family issues, personal issues, whatever. So, it's you are like always it, the, okay with us pr- The fact that we're talking about it means I'm cool with it. Plus, it lets Murphy have free reign with the jokes. Free reign? Well, because I mean, joking is not my thing. It's your thing. I know, but we should <laughs> compile all of your Sam's relationship jokes. I'm here to say. I tell you what, that would have me laughing for a while. You're the one that brought um, it up actually murphy in the facebook live like you know what wife were you on was (laughs) sam on when emily started to join us i started it i guess well i mean (laughs) (laughs) i did again the other day is what i'm saying again Uh we wouldn't be talking about it if i didn't want to talk about it yeah we should make it perfectly clear sam has morals scruples and boundaries right i just don't use them See, and that's how it works. That's right. And that's healthy within a, within a friend group of people that you're uh, safe with. Well, I know. And as the years go on and get further away from it, it gets better and better. At the time it happens, no, it's not a good thing to joke about. Does it help you deal with it? I don't think about it really anymore. Oh, okay. You don't I wouldn't either. <laughs> hey! Seriously. All right, what we need to stop doing for teenagers if we expect them to become good adults one day, mm-hmm. you know, or adults at all. Okay. You mean like making decisions for them? Is that it's what you need to stop doing for them? Okay. Yeah, bailing them out of school situations. That's the number one. Is, oh, well, really? Well, 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 bailing out. Number one is stop delivering their forgotten items. And we've had to slowly. When they oh, were, I, don't, I mean, I don't just mean that. I mean, the, you know, calling and, you know, when they get a bad grade on a test and it couldn't sure. possibly be his fault. It's sure. Got to be the teacher's fault. Which it never, well, I don't want to say never, it rarely is, yeah. you know what I mean? We have a friend, who's, the student, yeah. we have a friend who teaches col- at, at college, and she says that you would not believe the amount of pa- the, the number of parents who will try to intervene in a situation. In and college? It's a college kid. And you kind of just want to look at them like a blank Ew. thing, like, I'm sorry, And Mom. I got to college, I was, it was like, you're, you're on, on your, your own. own. You're supposed to be. So yeah, that's a good one, Sam. You're supposed to, like, when they're teenagers... They need to start being the ones to email and call teachers when there's a problem or question instead of mom. Yeah. Okay. That gives them a little bit of adult thing to do. Um, delivering the forgotten items. We finally stopped doing that. And it's hard at times when it's, hey, it was due today. Mom, can you run this up here? 
and right. No, no. Yeah. Murphy, we have stopped doing that. Jack pays those consequences. Yeah. Nothing gets delivered. Right. Because there's nothing like a consequence like that to help you remember it next time. Well, that's really. part of, that is part of the learning process. It's a tough one, man, because as a parent, you don't want that. You don't want them to experience that. But yeah. We did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's how you get better. Doing laundry. Boom. That's yeah. on the list. And I stopped doing laundry for them a while back. Now, do I have to stay on them? Yeah. It's kind of like, you're not going to have any clothes tomorrow if you don't do this. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I did stop doing their laundry. You stopped and- doing that for me a while back, too. <laughs> <laughs> that explains that shirt. You're such a great you know, adult. What's hilarious, but I guess, you know, another story adult. Another story for another time. Jody won't let me touch the laundry. Even uh. when I offer, she will not let me touch mm. the laundry. Um, and one on this list that I thought was super interesting, and we need to think about this, Murphy. Yeah. Waking them up in the morning. Yeah, I know. You know, it, it, that's a that's a tricky one too because we they have so every appliance possible to wake them up. Their mm-hmm. own phones, clocks, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we but need for to stop whatever doing it. reason. I guess that's the we're the cushion if we were the ones that go in there last yeah. night yeah. and say, "Hey, time to wake up." What's missing on this list? What should we stop doing for teenagers so that they become good adults? Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Moms and dads, we'd like to hear from you. And right, what we should stop doing for teenagers so that they can become better adults? Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Most impressive one to me on that list that I never thought of was stop waking them up. Stop going into their room to wake them up. They have devices. That makes sense, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a personal I gotta responsibility work on that one. thing. Got to work on. We it. can all use more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Juan? So I find it hard to see just um, how many parents really do their kids' homework or really so what? intensely involved oh. in their homework or checking on it constantly. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad, and it truly, I kind of bounce back and forth. Is, is this making me a good parent or a bad parent? Because I, you know, my high school son, I I know he's doing homework. I know he's doing a lot of homework. Mm-hmm. I'm, I monitor his grades. Right. Uh, if there's issues with the teachers, uh, then I, I check in on that. But to say, what do you have for homework, or let me see what your homework is, or that right. you completed it, I never do that. And I don't Good. know, uh, I don't think I've done that since middle school. Yeah. And it's helped him because, you know, right now we're actually on a college tour. He's a senior this uh, year. Yeah. Um, and so he's done the whole college application process by himself. Wow. Uh, That's awesome. I, yeah, yeah. I'll get emails sometimes, you know, uh, with. The, that my credit card has been used because he's you know, <laughs> sent in an application, so I'll pay for it. But yeah, looking in the scholarships, filling out applications, doing all the essay questions, oh, and even doing the research on his own about the types of colleges that he is interested in, it's all been him. That's good. And I think a lot of that has come from us requiring him to do his own schoolwork right. and to, to manage school. Uh, so this to me is him just managing school at the next level. That's well, really and it good. sounds like you did you know a good balance there because you did do basic follow up, but not really deeper than you needed to to make sure that he really made the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, either basic follow up or just being really lazy on my part. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Has he been applying to the academic schools or the party schools? <laughs> it's the the academic school. Oh, okay. Um, and he really did a lot of research to see what you know the rankings of each school and, and things like that. So, uh, and the challenge of that is the academic schools, you know, they also go with the, they uh, also party. The, 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 the fine, well, with the, the financial level of commitment. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right yes, yes. So, okay. so, no money for partying from me. Good one, Juan. Thank you for that.
No problem. Appreciate you. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So the last time uh, Alec Baldwin spoke publicly about the President Trump impression that he's done for so long on SNL, he said he wasn't going to do it anymore. My microphone is broken. <laughs> she broke it with Obama. She and Obama stole my microphone. They took it to Kenya. <laughs> you know, no matter how you feel politically, it's a very yeah. funny, spot on, one of the best ever impressions in SNL history is yeah, it not it's great okay he said it made its face hurt and he also felt like everybody was sick of it he was worried about burning it mm-hmm. you know and that's a smart thing well, he was in every episode he was in every episode for season 42 season 43 coming in the fall he confirmed that he will be back but just not as much right his, his schedule is going to be busy so he'll give you little crumbs of it every once in a while when needed but not every every episode up to date with jody's hollywood outsider you know, today, Jody, my grandfather would have been a hundred and quick math here, a hundred and five. That's cool. That's a silly game to play. He died when he was sixty-seven years old, so mm-hmm. it's been a long time. It's a it's but a he, silly game to play, but don't we all play it with our heart? Yeah, it's your heart I think that does do. that. He was a pretty cool dude. I, he was only I was ten when he passed away, but I always remember March second, his birthday. It just jumps out at me. Didn't y'all mm-hmm. used to do like a family thing every year on his birthday? No, we did that in honor of his 100th birthday uh, okay. in 2012. Um, we this got, one's not special. And, 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 that was, and, and my grandmother had passed by that time too because she lived much longer than he did. She, she lived to be 97, and so she we lived got, much longer than most so, people. So we did. We got the family together in honor of his 100th birthday in, in 2012. Yeah. That was fun. Did a cake and everything. He just wasn't there to blow out the candles. <laughs> but we did it for him. In yep. fact, it's still burning. <laughs> no. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. All right, we all love our Easter bunnies, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, at Easter, the Reese's Easter Bunny. Yeah. Uh, I can't keep up with them all. Although now, we yes. de- we've determined we like the eggs better. Yeah. Something about the ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Important stuff. Yes. Uh, Russell Stover. I didn't know this. They actually have an, an Easter rabbit that involves peanut butter. It's called the Dip It Rabbit. Really? And it's Why using bother? Jif peanut butter. And if you see uh, the, the chocolate rabbit has uh, perforations. Oh, that's mm-hmm. smart. Like you can rip Break his ear off. off, rip his neck off. Okay. And you that's dip smart. it. In, you dip it into the peanut butter. So I guess you make your own ratio that way that is their way of competing with the reese's thing you know and that's a smart move i've done that with hershey's miniatures for years yes Mm. you have sweetheart you're so cute you ever dip it (laughs) except that when you get peanut butter on your knuckles yeah you have to you can only really do that well when the peanut butter jar is mostly full not empty you ever dip uh, an oreo in peanut butter and jiff no, uh-uh. that's really? good. Okay. Uh, also, Papa John's. I would John's, think that would get really messy in inside of the peanut butter. Well, the same thing is if you're dipping way down and get you get it on your knuckles. Guys, no, get no, a no. Spoon. I mean the cookie would break off and then oh, you would. No. You know. Then you okay. have to eat the whole jar. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, Papa John's is testing something new now in a few markets called the Papa Priority. Mm-hmm. If your pizza just doesn't get there fast enough, you okay. pay an extra three bucks, and then they'll put it at the head of the line. Which to me, it's like no, whatever, unless it it's like order. Super Bowl or some big occasion, it, it gets there in enough time. You yeah, know? I've never had a problem with a pizza showing up so late that I couldn't eat it. Right? I'm sure I mean, somebody has. plus you're paying a delivery fee already. But anyway, they're testing out a. Papa priority, so you can jump to the head we of the line. We should all order at the same time, and you do priority, and we not, and we'll see. You really get yours first. That sounds like a fun Friday <laughs> night, <does>. Jody. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. One reason you can be glad that it's Monday, I know Murphy is, is that it's easier to watch it and be good, and I do mean diet, during the week because you have more of a schedule mm-hmm. than on the weekend. Man, we blow it out a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, and I didn't mean... And I- 
I thought I'd kind of contain myself. I made the mistake of getting on the scale this morning, Jody, and I've gained two pounds back. Don't, you know? don't, don't do that. We that could also be water. It went, we went to this ribs place, and I'm like, I you know, I didn't overdo the starch, but I couldn't help myself. I had to get the two meat platter, not the one meat platter. You don't know, don't even forget about the sushi, though. We also had sushi, oh, sushi God, on Friday we did night. Two, uh, uh, yeah, right. but sushi's healthy for you. Right. <laughs> you don't know what kind we got. Look, the deal is... I don't, I'm not one of these people that believes in weighing every day and sh- and sweating every pound. That's not the point. The point is what you do all, overall, and that's what works. Okay, it's what you do most of the time. And Monday through Friday is a lot bigger of chunk of time than Saturday Sunday. So be good now. Yeah, you're allowed a couple it, cheat days. You good. are. Well, that's inspiring. So I, I've got you know today to get. I did good for breakfast. So maybe lunch and dinner. I'll be on track. And you know, next thing you know, yeah, you I'll bought all the losing weight. You got all the healthy stuff stuff in the house now just grab it yeah not all at once <laughs> yeah not right. yeah that's the deal too we had a great weekend though and that was some good barbecue man yeah it was don't get me started i'm now, sorry Jody. you're right so murphy i uh, was sitting where you usually sit the other day and uh jody and i were talking and i looked down by my feet and there's a pair of crocs sitting down there Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, over here on my side of the room. Yeah. I I know those are your studio Crocs, but I remember, (laughs) you know, you had your Crocs stolen or accidentally taken when you went to the beach last time. You got a pair here. Why don't you take those home? You know, it's funny. I always forget about these because what if I need them here? You know what I mean? And the last thing that Jody wants me to do is wear Crocs to work. Yeah. She just doesn't like that, you know? Yeah. Why did you get them? You don't wear them up and down the halls here. I don't see you wearing them here. He'll, he it's wears funny. them here in this room. He'll like slip off his shoes yeah. and put uh, the Crocs on. And then when it's time notice. to go, you know, out of here to the bathroom or something, he puts his dress shoes back on. Yeah. So no Sneaky one knows, track. by the way. You know, when somebody walking around in, in khakis and blue Crocs, right? Mm-hmm. In yeah. dress socks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw those. I thought maybe they'd be a good replacement for your stolen Crocs. You know, that's true. I could bring them home. Or, you know, the next time we go for away for a weekend, you know what? Maybe I could bring them to Vegas, Jody. What do you think? Sam, you had to bring this up. <laughs> you could probably find some special ones in Vegas. Maybe there's a Croc store. Oh, that's true. In true. the Miracle Mall. Right. Probably you could put some bedazzle beads yeah. on it.